Welcome to The Future Built Smarter, a podcast in which IMEG engineers discuss innovative and trend-setting building and infrastructure design with architects, owners, and others in the AEC industry. I'm your host, Joe Payne, and with me again today is Mike Lawless, IMEG's Director of Innovation. Mike, how's it going today? Oh, it's going well. Exciting topic today. You know, it's always fun, I think, to think about how people interact with each other and how we can build better teams. Today's episode is the first of a two-part series on team commissioning. We have two guests to help us cover the topic. One is one of our very own, Armin Harpin. Armin is IMEG's Director of Federal Health Care. Armin, uh, thank you for joining us here today. Hey, Joe. Thank you. Our other guest is Tom Kermel. Tom uh, has quite a history working uh, with the military, and he now has his own company. He was a platoon leader for the U.S. Army Combat Heavy Construction Engineer Battalion. He has served in various roles with the U.S. Army Health Facility Planning Agency. He's been a senior advisor to the Chief of Staff Office of the Secretary of Defense. And today he is owner and president of TDK Consulting, a service-disabled veteran-owned small business. In addition to all that, Tom has a doctorate in design from Harvard University, is a registered architect, and is a board member of the Design Build Institute. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Tom, give us a kind of a big picture look at the type of work your firm does and the, and the variety of people that you work with. So um, briefly, I served 30 years on active duty in the Army as a, a specialist in a medical service corps officer. Um, and uh, I got to do two things. I got to wear the cloth of the nation, but also practice my trade as an architect running the Army's first and then the DOD's medical facilities portfolio management program. Uh, we uh, uh, had a terrific team that started at the beginning of the light bulb going off or some idea somewhere and then carried that idea all the way through project execution and into facilities management through the acquisition process. So we saw life cycle management every single day in the work that we did for providing facilities for um, for active duty soldiers and their families and uh, the research portfolio um, worldwide. So um, I got I got a big dose of of how to do this kind of work at a very large scale. And when I got fired from the Army after 30 years, uh, I opened a consulting practice uh, to try and uh, continue to support uh, the government primarily, but also commercial clients in the kind of experiences that I had uh, on active duty. So where's your focus, Tom, as you, as you work with clients? Like, what's your area of focus? Where's your, where's your real passion? One thing that I uh, managed to do in, uh, while I was working in DOD is bring attention to the need to match the mission to infrastructure. Um, and that is simply, what are you trying to pull off there, boss? And how can I get the facilities and physical infrastructure to properly support you with modern, safe, code compliant, uh, appealing uh, environments of care or research environments that match the mission? And and 
do that in a way that modernizes the infrastructure to bring it up to code and standard, but also places where people like to come to work. So uh, this is no different than doing business in any outfit that owns infrastructure. You want to match the mission to the infrastructure and not the other way around. Oftentimes the, the, you know, we get ahead of ourselves in the engineering and architecture world and want to do great things for clients and they may or may not need it. Uh, one of the other achievements I think we're able to do as a team is uh, bring attention to the amount of money that it takes to actually run, maintain, recapitalize, and improve an infrastructure. So my work in both the federal space as a consultant and in the commercial world is to bring attention to the imperative for investment and management of an infrastructure once you own it. You know, I think that mission part, Tom, you know, when, when you and I have spoken on, on, a, on a project, I think that's where we sort of came together to that mission of the goal of this infrastructure is to care for patients and the, the caregivers and their families and give them a great experience. And how do we match up what we actually do and build and the team that we put together to match that that mission? Because really, at the end of the day, that's that's our goal. It is. And projects are just one part of the picture. It's the ongoing day-to-day activities uh, that uh, you need to be aware of in managing an infrastructure that really take a lot of management expertise and a lot of um, resource expertise to be able to manage alongside projects. So um, one recent experience that we both had, I think, is, uh, yeah, okay, we're doing this big project at this place, but we have 15 other things going on here. And your project that you think is important is just another one on the ensemble. Uh, that, That, to me, uh, uh, begs uh, uh, an approach to ongoing maintenance and repair of an infrastructure every single day and the awareness that the managers of those assets need to have to be able to identify the need and then to put that into some sort of scope. Yeah, Tom, I think that's a really important truth. And I think one of the things that, you know, that you've done is team commissioning. And maybe speak a little bit about the approach to team commissioning in instances like that, where there are varied stakeholders and criteria that are very important and we're trying to match what we call outcome, but mission to what it is we're trying to actually get done. Yeah, that's a great question, Armin. Um, So I've been asked uh, in many forums to, to be a partnering consultant. I think that term is misused, overused, underused, uh, underappreciated in the industry. People sort of know what it is, but uh, it's applied differently on just about every effort that's out there. And I like to uh, use the term team commissioning, as Armin said. What I simply mean by that is I kind of take partnering and amplify it a little bit by uh, using some tried and true methods that frankly were born out of partnering, accountability, uh, proper alignment, governance management, expectations, roles and responsibilities, identification, those kinds of things, um, and then formalize the approach at the beginning and really start to invest in the team. Tom, what's one of the most common pitfalls among project teams? 
often they're misaligned. And um, the responsibility for all of the players and stakeholders to be part of a business enterprise that begins with the team uh, starts at team commissioning at the inception of these projects. So what I'd like to do is get people thinking that way and say, hey, uh, despite the fact that you may be the government contracting officer, you are in a business relationship with the other players here. Therefore, you should be acting like a business partner and understand your responsibility to fulfill the need for that other business partner. You wouldn't want to go in business with somebody you don't get along with or that you don't understand or you don't appreciate their products or their contributions. You want to understand at the beginning. So team commissioning uh, allows that conversation to happen so people understand that they're part of the solution and part of the team. As you talk to, to folks about this and, you know, if somebody's say we've got somebody that's starting to embark on a large project, do you like, what are a few pieces of advice you get them started with to, to at least start to get them thinking and maybe get on the, on the right first step as far as putting that team together? One thing that um, I found valuable in building these teams from the beginning is continuous maintenance of the team, right? You got to keep accountability, but you also have to keep pace with the pace of the project. So I found it useful, uh, especially on some of the larger uh, mega projects, if you will, right? Uh, You really need to hold people that are involved in the business accountable in a usual business meeting. Uh, This can occur at a regular basis, uh, but it needs to be often enough so that the issues don't become stale or they get so unwieldy that you can't solve the problem. Tom, expound a bit on how the complexities of these mega projects manifest themselves. These things get uh, organizationally complex. Uh, they're buried in information and specifications and drawings and contract language and piles of paper that are very undiscernible to the average project manager, right? No one person can have a handle on all that information. So uh, you got to get together and talk about it every once in a while. And sometimes uh, these are very fruitful discussions because you figure out who can really pull the wagon at some point. But you also find out uh, things about risk that you may not have realized. So I see as the business unit is charged with managing risk. It also is charged with eliminating risk if that's necessary. On the subject of risk, how specifically can that be handled? Sometimes risk manifests itself in the only solution, which is to get more money. Um, If that's part of the business, then you need to have a mechanism to be able to go do that. Likewise, if you can save money, uh, like many of these IPD kinds of acquisitions, right, where you have shared risk and shared reward, uh, that gives people an incentive to actually work together and save money and maybe share in some of the rewards uh, by using that method. So again, it's it's a regular rhythm for the business unit to have a discussion about managing risk of the business that they're in together. A lot of times when these teams get put together, they've never worked together before. They don't know each other personally. They don't know each other's capability. It's kind of a guess, right? We want to take the guesswork out of how to do business together. And I think 
this idea of uh, regular meetings is, is key, especially in big complex projects. That was Tom Kermel of TDK Consulting. We hope you'll join us next time for part two of this discussion, when we'll talk with Tom about applying team commissioning to federal healthcare projects. Until then, thanks for listening and take care. <laughs>